All right. Welcome back, everybody, to Surviving Hollywood Podcast. My name's Austin. My name is Aaron Arnold. And, uh, Johnny Radiez. And we just had a round two with casting director, all-around good dude, Michael Testa. Guys, what did we think of the episode? Uh, man, it was great, dude. I, 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 the reason I like talking to Michael and um, cool that he was willing to come on again is that he's just such a you know down-to-earth kind of chill guy you know what i mean we we could talk to him about not just casting stuff but like you know regular everyday things like going hiking and all this other stuff so uh it makes it really uh it kind of you know makes that whole gatekeeper thing like sort of demystifies that where it's just like dude we're just a couple of regular people you know for sure i think i think that's really the key i think you summed it up there where everybody else it kind of seems like there's this gatekeeper with casting directors or any level in the industry Michael is just coming at it from a helpful point of view, regular guy, professional at his job and just trying to, you know, make a connection with us and help our audience. And that's what we appreciate. And another thing is obviously self tapes are all the rage now in these post COVID times or during COVID. He talks about his pet peeves, what he likes, what he wish he would see more of from actors when they're doing their own self tape. So get excited. Should we uh, lead him in team? I think uh, make sure everybody stays yeah. uh, when Johnny and Michael both get their little dogs and make them kiss on camera. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Not that kind of podcast, dude. I don't even know what that means. Uh, but we're going to go hiking with them soon, right? Wasn't that the plan? We talked about this too. That'd be fun. As soon as the forest fires and the air quality. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as the world is uh, not on fire, basically. Um, no, it was cool. And, and he also kind of mentioned a, a lot of uh, a lot of things about the indie film world, which I thought was interesting. Like, and you guys kind of are familiar with this because you just worked on a commercial with these COVID guidelines, right? Um, so I guess, how did, how did those COVID guidelines kind of reflect into the indie world? Like, what did you guys have to do with that? We get into it. Yeah. Or did, are we going into it now? Go ahead. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a, you know, it's like you, you, your agent tells you you booked the job and then the production emails you saying, you didn't book the job yet. You got to pass the COVID test. So for us, they sent a, person to our house gave us the up the nose test day later we find out we passed we got to set all these regulations uh there was a dedicated individual super friendly seemed like a like a guy with uh, emt experience saying hey make sure you wear a mask hey make sure you wear the face cover so this super guy, friendly but annoyingly good at his job the, hey, the face cover too interesting a lot okay. of it well he had like as long as you wore something but he was giving out all this stuff saying gotta wear it gotta wear it don't take it down yeah um, well, and you, yeah, just like lunch was only two people per table staggered all this stuff. Yeah. And then like you, I mean, that's like a big commercial you guys worked on. And then like Michael reflected on how it's affecting the indie world so much. And so he really kind of gets into the, the whole guideline thing, which I thought was kind of interesting hmm. for sure. So anyway, great episode. Give it a like. Let's jump. How's everybody doing? Oh my god! Oh my god! I really got to step up my fucking Zoom game because this—you guys look really crisp and clear, and I—I I look not so good. Hey, although I got to be honest, you could put some stuff on the walls. It's a little drab in the background. <laughs> this is, I got a one. Is that what is that? Ashland? Yeah, Ash, from Ohio though. Ohio, yeah. With Ashland. See my mind. My my eyesight's still pretty good. There you go. Nice. That, that casting casting director brain automatically goes to the background. Not even the person in front of you. Just what's in the background? Are you all in the same place? No. Eric, Austin Eric, and I are. Yeah, okay, you've been here. Saying, you all have very similar um, color schemes. Well, actually, you Michael, this is in love with the gray. Is that? <laughs> Michael, this is actually my self tape setup. Can, can you give me a grade? Obviously, you wouldn't see that those things. Yeah, I don't like the gray. The gray's a little drab. Gotta be honest. What do you like? What do you, like, what do you prefer? Or? I like the blue. I'm, I'm the blue. A blue. Mm. Don't don't you think the blue looks a little too commercially sometimes though? No. No. But but is okay. the is the gray better than something like what I have or Johnny has or you have or it's just your house? What do you mean? Like is Just Austin's gray setup better than? I don't. The, I don't mind gray. I don't mind the color gray, but I think when self tapes, it just sort of brings it. It's a little, it's a little, it's a little sad. For, like, for me, but what's often better? I'm, I, I'm often wearing blue, so I, you know, I'm not wearing gray that much. So that's 
No. <laughs> but like, what's better? Austin's, Austin's. Just get it. Just get blue, Austin. Just let I, it go. I am. I really am. Let it go. What's a, what's better what the, though? Austin's like gray setup or like something like what I have, where you see a bunch of stuff in the background, or Johnny. Oh, the gray setup. No, okay. the, the, it's too busy. Because okay. because okay. my eyes, I go see. I, I notice the the eagle Ashlands. You know, mm-hmm. the Ashland eagles. I guess we would say it. But I notice that right away. Mm. And so if that was a self-tape. All of a sudden, I'm taking away any focus from you onto that. And I noticed behind you, you have both Jesus on the cross and a James Dean looking guy. Where they're probably... Well, where's the Jesus on the cross? Well, there's that... It's like a oh, movie. Yeah, yeah, oh, I see it on the right side. I assume um, it's Jesus. I don't know. Should I take that down? I'm gonna offend, am I going to offend anybody? <laughs> no. Are we, are we a politically correct podcast? Well, not there's at, nothing... Not at all. Fuck no. <laughs> Uh, and then the Jane, no, that's, uh, you know, I don't know who that is. It's like, I think it's like a Russian poet or something like that. I got it. There used to be a guy on, um, off of Beverly who painted all these like really cool paintings. Like he did this one I got of, can you see that one? La Dolce Vita. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mm. Uh, nice. Movies. She's beautiful. Yeah. Anita, was it, who's that? Anita Eckberg? Yeah, Anita Eckberg. Um, but he used to paint all these great scenes from movies and movie stars and different kind of weird stuff. And, you know, he would be in galleries all over LA like years and years ago. So I went and I bought two of his paintings. So there's another one next to him. Yeah, you got a lot of, you got a lot of artwork on the walls. Yeah, it looks yeah. like a so hall. One of my neurotic tendencies is, is to have a bare wall. That's why I'm sort of- Gotcha. With all of you guys. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm moving. So that's why I'm, I took all the stuff on my walls off. So I'll go where you're I got, I'm moving to NoHo. So not too far. <laughs> you drank the light? I drank I drank it, yeah. Drank. I, I took I took the red pill. <laughs> Where you still guys are still in West Hollywood, Hollywood? Same place, yep. yeah. You you might have seen us at the local Whole Foods. I don't know. Did I see you guys? Did I see you when I <laughs> No, no, I'm just no, just no, no, no. I it's because I know I know because I haven't been there in a while and I was like and I am and I want to go back like I haven't just haven't I'm, all my groceries have been done by um Instacart. Yeah, um, nope. I not use because that. I'm paranoid, but now because I'm just lazy. Yeah. <laughs> really, um, really so anyway. So yeah, so we, we it's been a year. I think it's been a year, right? Since the I've last time we had you on the, on the pod. Yeah, on the podcast. Crazy. Over. Time Over. flies. But in that in this last year, I mean, like everything's changed. So who's been the most popular co- podcast? Me. Yeah. It's actually a. Uh, you were second you're best. Up, you're up there. Oh, really? So you're second yeah. best? Yeah, well, like a, a comedian. A co- sometimes we have comedians and they have their own built-in audiences. But our, our audience loves casting directors. I have a sort of a built-in audience. Just this is, let me, let me, let me, I want to be number one. So let me, um, you know, promote it as much as possible. That's why yeah. you're here. That's why I you're love here, it. <laughs> you're like, yeah, we need, <laughs> we need the ratings. <laughs> so, so what is your outlook, Michael, for casting in September at end of 2020? Like, how is, how do you see it? I'm not, I'm, I gotta be honest. I'm not too like gung ho. I don't think it's going to come back um, in a bountiful way as a lot of people are predicting. I think it's going to just keep easing back in slowly and, you know, uh, one step at a time. I think everybody's sort of either paranoid or, um, everybody's just sort of, I mean, I think a lot of the rules and regulations are somewhat over overblown and sort of uh, ha- the way they're designed intentionally or unintentionally have sort of put a crimp in smaller productions. So a lot of them are not are afraid to actually shoot here in LA. I actually got done casting a film, which I, from what I was saying was one of the first, I guess, independent kind of film productions or uh, out there. So, so a lot of people were like, oh my God, thank God we have something to cover. You know, and that was only, you know, four weeks ago. Are you talking about like the new sort of COVID guidelines that are too strict? Is COVID that what you're guidelines saying? I think yeah. are a little, little, little much. I mean, I get it and understand it and everybody has to sort of do it on their own, but it just, you know, for a film that's five, $600,000, they can't afford it. Right. You know, and that's, and that's, and so I know like a lot of places and a lot of people have done stuff that's non-union, you know, just just to you know get something done and i know the places are sort of probably eager to get any sort of content because there's probably going to be a glut yeah whole sometime very soon if not it's here um so i mean it just sometimes i think it drives work away from the working actor the working sag actor sometimes you know and and i get it and i think you have to be stringent but i think there's got to be a 
Do you think, do you think that means that like a lot of the, the indies or like the lower budget indies, even like the 500, $600,000 ones, are they going to kind of go away? Or they're what gonna, do you think? I don't think they're going to go away. I don't think they'll ever really kind of go away. I just think that they're going to, a lot of them are going to shoot here. They're going to okay. just to shoot. They're going to go non-union, you know, um, it's just going to change. Hmm. And, in all, and, I, and I know it's unfortunate that a lot of actors, especially in a lot of actors here in LA, sort of make their living or sort of, you know, move their career along by doing some of those movies. Right. I think we're about to see this whole new wave of content coming from people who are less liberal and more conservative and libertarian because the liberal people, they need to be extra safe. They don't want anybody catching COVID on set, but the libertarian re Republican people go, you know what, we're, it's okay. I, you know, you, you put the political context on that. I'm not, <laughs> not going to go down that road because I don't want to get hate mail on either side. Um, I'm not hating, but yeah, I get you. The, uh, no, I'm not saying you're hating. I'm just saying that it's, it's, it's just a fact. Um, I don't, I don't necessarily disagree. I don't necessarily agree wholeheartedly, but I don't, I don't necessarily disagree. I think it's unfortunate that, you know, in a larger scheme, we sort of politicize this whole thing. I think in both sides, uh, pox in both sides. Um, and I think a lot of people who do that don't understand the real consequences, economic con consequences, artistic consequences, creative consequences it has on, you know, everyday people, everyday working actors. Let's just say that Orange County has not stopped making movies. I'm just okay. kidding. I'm just, just kidding. kidding. Anyway, moving well, on. Well, no, like they, you know, they, 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 I, mean, I think maybe part of you may be part of right. Like in you know, this film that I shot, shot in Utah. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's why a lot of stuff is going to Georgia, right? Georgia, you know, places um, like that. I don't know. I don't know yet. I don't know about that. I think okay. actually a lot is um, Oklahoma, Utah, and Connecticut for some bizarre reason. I don't mm. know why. Connecticut, huh? Good tax breaks in Connecticut. Is that so, what it is? Are they still there, the tax breaks? I don't know, but it was a couple yeah. years ago when Aaron and I did our thing. Um, so, you know, so, I mean, I always think about, like, you know, I was approached by a couple of films and they wanted to shoot here in LA. It was two, but then they were, like, afraid that, you know, lockdowns were going to happen again, so they didn't want to take the chance. You know, it's that kind of thing that sort of really, I think, puts a, a hindrance into starting up again. Yeah. You know, Do you, do you that, know personally what some of the guidelines are? You know, it was, um, ours was done, and I, I don't think I can say exactly what the film was or who did it just yet, because I just think they went away for an official press announcement. It was, it was a pretty big production company, and it was a pretty big film. Or Eric big Roberts. Film. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, just, he does a lot of, he does a lot of uh, independent films. Yeah, no, it wasn't that. <laughs> okay. Not that I have anything against Eric Roberts, but I get the sort of connotation he brings to certain films. Hey, I, I like him. We'd love to have much, a... Hey, by the way, it was a much bigger budget than most of Eric Roberts. Come on. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. We'd love to have him on the pod if, he, if he's listening. I would, you know what? I, I, I think, I just think, you know, I, I, I think he's, an, I actually think he's a really incredible actor. I mean, he's, he's worked really with him. He's, he's good. I, I've worked with him before. He's that, good. Yeah. I mean, he's a good actor. It's just, I wish yeah. there was that sort of, you know, baggage around him nice. for um, sure but um what was the question <laughs> no i was i was asking about what the if you oh, know the, personally the, some of the guidelines I, that they I, were imposing you know I, it, it was the company itself you know followed obviously the sad guidelines which you know i guess there's a lot of testing involved in that testing before they get on a plane and after they get they get off the plane uh from my understanding and if i'm wrong then somebody maybe correct me but i think that utah didn't require a, uh, um, a quarantine after they get off the plane however the production the production company required a five-day quarantine afterwards just to sort of you know uh, a safety net and again you know they could afford to do that and they built it into the budget mm. you know five days of not of flying somebody somewhere and quarantine them up on a, yeah on a put them in a hotel or something not gonna, that, that's not going to happen on a five hundred thousand dollar film it's just it's just it's unaffordable yeah uh, so, um, and I know that's, I think things like getting actors, actors have to get themselves to the sets, you know, but that, but they provided, I believe, because I didn't do this part of the deal, um, um, rental cars, um, you know, so there's no that mass sort of migration to and from sets all in a van or anything like that. Gotcha. Uh, you know, restricting the, the um, communication. Oh my God, it's my phone. Hang on. That was, uh, sorry, I just got my phone off. So loud. 
Oh, wait, that's loud. Classic blooper. <laughs> this guy is in demand, people. No, it's my best friend. He calls like five times a day. Um, hang on, I'm going to shut this whole thing off. If you need to take it. Yeah. You want to hear that? By the way, you don't want to hear that conversation. Um, <laughs> we do want to hear that conversation. Oh. Some, some of the interaction with, with, um, with part of the crew is, is, is greatly reduced. Um, it's that kind of thing. Yeah. What so, do you, I mean, what would you think your, this is the solution then? Like, what do you think would be the best way to approach it? No, I don't. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I'm not like an expert in that. Although I feel like I've become a little bit of an expert in terms of doing this film, but you know, I, I just think people, some people are way, or some people are very paranoid and just going to wait till there's some really kind of vaccine. Mm. But we are seeing, um, like I heard, AMC is opening all their a lot of movie theaters to show uh, Tenant this weekend or next right. week. How many people are going? How many, I mean, I mean, I think the real key about that is not that they're opening it up is how many people actually go. Are they opening here in LA? I thought it was they're just opening yeah. in other parts of the country. Some in California. I'm not sure. It was a select few. Right, right. Yeah, I think sort of, okay. I think it's county by county. Right. I don't know. Okay. But, oh, is that, okay. That's, but this is the essence of the problem. Is you know, right. you don't know, and you know, we're probably all like four of us would usually go see tenant you know and now we're all like huh where what? i don't know right and well i think it's funny when i see the, the the trailer for it they advertise it as like big movies are back in theaters and i'm like aren't you the aren't you the only movie in the theater you know what i mean i'm like i kind of want to, i kind of want to do that russell crowe one i thought that was that looked that looked fun which one is that one i don't know it's called unhinged where he plays, like, he plays a trucker who goes unhinged, gets like road rage and just sort of chases. He's, he's just sick of like sitting in the car for so many hours. Oh, yeah, it, was, I, it feels like a sort of, there's a great, um, like I think Steven Spielberg's first movie, I think it was a TV movie with Dennis Weaver where it was about a, um, a guy who gets chased down by a, a, a 18 wheeler and the guy just keeps coming after him and he finds out that he's like a hitman sent to kill him. But it's such a great tense movie just being chased by this big, freaking truck so, sounds fun to me it's fun it looks great to me so, uh, i can't wait for it to come on to some streaming service so from your point of view how has auditions changed in terms of casting well, for me it really hasn't changed that much because i've been doing i mean i think I, last time i was on the podcast i said that one one year i cast like 15 16 movies and seven of them seven of them were shot out of town and i cast every single role down the one-liners from my couch in west hollywood um, you know, it's just, it's just relying on the self tapes, you know, making sure your director knows what he's doing so that he can feel competent enough to sort of direct somebody if they get to a set or see something in somebody off a self tape to hire. I haven't done a lot of like the callbacks on video yet, which kind of, I'm kind of, hoping I don't have to, because this is a whole new process I'm going to have to figure out and I don't want yeah. to spend the time to figure that out, but I will, if I have to, um, so it really hasn't changed that much for me. Has, um, have, the, have you found actors have stepped up their self-tape game? No. Interesting. You would think so, right? I mean, this is the future. Well, you know, not to, not to sort of promote my own thing, but I've been teaching a class since this whole started. I attended. No, 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 no. I have, a, I have, a, I have, a, I have a, another private sort of one-on-one oh. acting class where I just, <laughs> which is me and, and, and an actor so it's not like a big group or anything like that. But one of the things I do sort of teach or guide uh, actors is sort of step up their self-tape game, which will be much more important. That's why I commented on the background of your apartment. I just wanted you to know, when I self-tape, the curtain is sort of, you know, it's not as crazy. <laughs> we, we get it, dude. We get it. Michael, you would give me that callback, man. You would give me that callback. I know you would. Okay, sure. <laughs> Um, dreaming, uh, bud. Uh, but yeah, so I, I mean, I think I think it's really now even even more important that actors do step up their self tape game. Would you and give us I, some best practices, or uh, I don't want to? I mean, listen, I would invest in one of those, you know, um, uh, portable backgrounds. I like the blue, but you know, whatever color works well for you. You can get a good lighting kit. They're not that expensive off of Amazon. If you get those ring lights, make sure you get one of those filters, so you don't see the fucking ring in your eyeball. Right. Um, <laughs> sound get a safe you know a good space for it you know you know how to you know what angle looks better you guy everybody know their their colors of their wardrobe how that and, and now really now the importance of wardrobe is even more important because 
you'd be surprised how a color or a type of shirt really sort of pushes you in a direction of, of an audition in terms of the character. I mean, it really does. So, I mean, I would, I would quite frankly get, um, just have like a wardrobe, uh, a drawer full of wardrobe that you know works well for you on camera, you know, um, and just have it ready to go. Um, after all the quarantine, I know a lot of times, you know, when I'm doing self tapes in the class, I'm teaching like a lot of actors don't have people, can't have people come over to sort of audition opposite them on a self tape. So they, they do these, I guess there's some apps now where you can sort of record your own voice and play it back as the alternate. And I don't really mind those, but sometimes they're a little clunky because the timing's not right. So if you're going to go down that road, sort of really, really practice it a lot so the timing works in terms of the tape. Uh, but have a list of actors or friends that you can go to to have them come over for a self-tape so you don't have to use a significant other who can't act, which really sometimes hurts a tape. I would Sorry. think that um, when you're practicing your lines for an audition, those apps would help. But to actually film the audition and you, you're recording the other lines, I would think that would be very clunky and probably not. Can, I, you know, there's, there's, you know, again, there's, it's been actors have used it to varying degrees. Some people have... So, one one actress I didn't even like I was like oh my god was that you I couldn't even tell it felt like a very complete scene like there was even like sort of like almost talking over each other in the scene like a natural kind of thing and other ones it's just like what's with the you know five minute gap between, yeah. you know? and it's like well, I was waiting for any other line I'm like you got to figure that out that's, that's right good you know but um yeah I've, I've used those before and I have done some self tapes when I'm in a pinch like that. And it's, it's tough. It's yeah. And then I, I try to make the reader voice sound different than my own. So that way it sounds like a different person. Well, I, it's funny. I, you know, I, I thought that was going to be an issue in terms of having the same voice come back. But it, actually, it really wasn't. Not for me. You know, I, I think just, for me listening to it, I was like, ah, this sounds weird. Problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. But isn't the better, happen. isn't the better move maybe to have a friend call a friend and have them sort of read the lines on zoom or a lot of people don't have friends or they're scared of COVID. I don't have friends. No friends. Very lonely friends. Um, now you, friends. now you. I don't know. I mean, I, listen, I don't do self tapes, so I don't know. <laughs> you, you watch I mean, them. I watch them, but I don't know sort of the particulars of doing them. That's that's fair. Whenever you know, it's like every ask me like, how do I go find an agent? I was, sometimes I'm like, I don't know. Like I've never had to find an agent. So I don't know. You're, you're just like, hey, can you stop asking me so many questions? All no, right. I you should say, hey, you might want to book a part if you want an agent. Ooh, wow, you're cool. That was <laughs> Chick chicken and the egg scenario. Catch 22. So I, I do have a question, though. Obviously, everyone's kind of in a different headspace right now because of the way things are going I mean, on. Like, but like, like, do you have like a filter? You got like a sort of a glow. Like, do you me? Have like a Hollywood filter going on there? I don't have any. I'm just, stand, I'm just sitting in front of a window. See, Johnny's a professional photographer as well, or very experienced with photography, so he knows how to light himself. Well, I'm just, I'm just literally sitting in front of a window because my desk is gone. I sold my desk, so I don't have a desk anymore. Um, but I was going to ask you, thank you for that. For that. That's good. <laughs> now I know. Um, I was going to ask you, everyone's in this weird headspace now in terms of what's going, been going on this year, obviously. What do you think are some things that actors should be doing when this hopefully when they kind of get out of this like what what can we be doing Ooh, look at that self-promotion i didn't hear what you said i, I say it again taking my class okay no where, when, where can we take your class yeah well anybody just email me at michael testa casting what like are you talking about that one-on-one -on -one class or you also did a thing oh, with austin which was different the one-on-one -on -one class that was through the SAG Foundation. Well, what it, what it, what it, what it, I mean, I, I mean, I and I say this just a bit. I think what it, what I'm trying to say actually, and to answer the question on a broader level, is that, you know, I think you're just going to find ways to stretch to really, really push yourself. I also think now is a really, really good time. Number one, to sort of step up your self type game. You have the time. You right. can figure it out. Uh, number two, just really sort of hone your skills and also try to sort of redefine yourself. One of the things I, I really, really stress in the class and one of the things I want to stress maybe here which will help people and find any way to sort of do this is sort of never ever ever define yourself uh, as an actor by the roles you get called in for. Mm. Whether it be types, co-stars, whether it be a certain type of a person you're called in because you know the essence of acting is to stretch and move beyond sort of who you are and, and, and to adapt. So if you can take the time to sort of really, really drum into your own brain that you're not just, you know, who people think you are you know you're much you're much you know you're much deeper than that i guess for lack of a better phrase deeper but um 
you know, and I think that only comes with just really trying stuff that you maybe haven't tried before, you know, working on scenes that you, you never really get to have it, have gotten a chance to audition for. Um, and then that will sort of broaden what you, what you can do, I think, and what you believe you can do. Now, is your class um, ostensibly the same thing as when you do a one-on-one -on -one with an acting coach and they help you with your audition? Yeah, it's been a much more sort of um, a personal level and much more connection. I mean, um, I, I, the, when I started, I actually started almost two days after we locked down back in March because I had some weird feeling. I mean, the feeling was not going to go two weeks. Um, I, 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 I was all about, I, as you probably can tell, I like to talk and, um, you know, I'm sort of full of myself sometimes. I can learn. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I just wanted to figure out a way to sort of keep connected to people to keep connected to certain actors. And so it's, it involves just sort of, sort of a personal connection one-on-one -on -one with an actor, just, you know, doing scenes, getting self tapes, calling them up, doing a FaceTime talk and just, you know, walking them through things, getting sort of, sort of giving them a peek inside my brain as, and I can get a peek inside their brain and just sort of just keep, you know, just keep acting. So, and I didn't want to do something where there was like, you know, you're sitting on a Zoom class for four or five hours a week and then not actually even acting, just sort of watching right. it act. You know, which I don't think is really helpful because Zoom, this Zoom stuff, these Zoom classes. Ugh. I mean, we had a nice, I had a nice class, the one that you attended, but it's so fucking long. It's exhausting. True. You really are exhausting. There's something about just, I don't know how the kids do. I don't know how people like with kids and just kids do classes. I mean, I just would, I'd be one of those kids that would with the ADD be like, I'm not doing this. You know, <laughs> running off and just, you know, slam the computer down. That would be me. Do you feel like you've kind of, you know, discovered some new potential actors that yeah, you've never I seen have, before. I, yeah. I, I just a quick story is really, really funny how this is all kind of how this all happens and how people sort of, you know, it's never too late to pursue a dream is I had a, uh, uh, a student in, he was from uh, New York, but he was originally from Boston and he was quarantining, uh, quarantined up in Boston with his mother, who is a, um, uh, a true, Bostonite with you know with the thick accents, the rough and gruff thing. But she was at first reading with her. She was reading opposite him, and I just kept commenting. Like I said, I'm like, I love your mother's voice. It's great. It's like, it's so real and authentic. And about three weeks in the class, he said, you know, I think my mother, um, wants to take the class. I'm like, get out of here. And he's like, yeah. And she's she's like, you know, I, I believe she's in her sixties. If I'm aging her up, she's gonna kill me. But. Um, <laughs> 60s she's got a great face she's like it's she's authentic and she's actually really good like and she booked a role in a, in a, in a short film her first one she signed with an agency out in new england like in from you know so it all just sort of happened but she was like oh my god this is i just love doing this so she kind of discovered this you know whole other side and she was like a was she a homicide detective, undercover detective in, in the Boston area? Like, you know, worked on like 9-11 cases. And all. Oh, I mean, wow. Was, so she's yeah, got I mean, some she's stories. Real yeah. yeah, she's a real deal. Yeah. But, you know, we all came through this for this. And it's like, you know, she just always kind of wondered about this and always had this sort of, you know, voice in the back of her head saying, maybe I should do this and have some fun. And she finally did. And she has, she's having a blast. You know, and so and now her son's jealous. Like my mom took my career. Her son just moved out here to sort of. He moved out here in August to sort of do the whole. Um, and he there's another one too that you know he he hadn't really done a lot of it, and he's he started and he's gotten exponentially better and sort of you know now decided he's brave enough to sort of pursue it full time. I was like, pick the really bad time to come out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's kind of rough to be moving out here at this time. I know. I keep telling everybody, don't make any sort of life decisions based, you know, based on anything yet. Just wait till this all kind of shakes out. I think is probably the most prudent advice, you know. So, and generally speaking, like when you're casting, how much for like maybe a lead in a feature film? How much of those auditions do you pull from actors you already know? Versus, I'll try out some new people and see now it varies it, you know it depends on the submissions it depends on my ideas and you know I, i'd like to do try out new people i just think it's interesting and i also think it's like one of those ways that sort of you know cds and other people sort of who make movies or tv shows and sort of give back to the actors who who we rely on so much is just you know it doesn't kill you to audition in like another you know 10 or 15 new actors because it gives them sort of the, a momentum. It gives them sort of a, a couple of steps forward in what they're doing. Um, so I, I do like to try out new, new 
find new talent or, you know, just get an idea of who they are. Um, I think a casting director is only as good as as many actors that they know. Uh, let me ask you about that because Austin and I just booked and shot a commercial for car insurance. And when I was talking with the director on set, she was like, when I saw you guys audition, I knew right away I wanted you guys, but I had to sit through everybody else. And once after that happened, I still wanted you guys, which was nice to hear. But as a, as a casting director, when the director just sees somebody and makes up their mind, is that, is that good? Is that what you want? Or are you like, well, we got to get through well, it. Because, you know, the, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, you want to cast a role. I, am gonna ca I also want to cast it as soon as possible, you yeah. know, because it's, then my job's done. And then, you know, you know, you've completed your work, you know. So that's always a good feeling. Um, it's maybe not as good as if you don't have the same opinion as the director. Um, but at the end of the day, he or she is the director. So you have to sort of, you know, they're your, they're the ones directing commercials so they get to choose. Really. So overall, yeah. it's good. Yeah. It's really good. Have you ever pushed back on a director? Oh, God, all the time. Okay. All the time. But did you ever cross the line? Okay. Well, define crossing the line. Well, like not cross the line, <laughs> but like, like, like put, like put your foot, foot down. I, I, I don't, physical I, altercation. I, is that what you're talking about? <laughs> I remember if I told the story last time, if I did, I apologize for this. I did a very early on, I did a, a TV show, a feature called The Young Unknowns, took up a take on Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, um, set among Beverly Hills brats who sort of work in the commercial production industry and sort of all these rich, you know, kids running around. And there was a role for a, um, a Chinese American or Asian uh, actress to play a commercial producer. Um, and you know, I, Lucy Liu came in at that point, like four times and she really wanted to do it. And my director just wasn't seeing that. I'm like, I, I, you're crazy. Like you're just <laughs> like, I was going on and on. I literally would keep bringing her up like every, no, no, no. I keep bringing her back and she just wouldn't do it. And I just said, I, I, I just literally, she said, you're making the biggest mistake you ever could with this movie I'm telling you. And she didn't go with her and she actually changed the ethnicity of the character and um then like three weeks later or actually right after the movie stopped shooting and like two weeks after that lucy booked ally mcbeal which was the the stepping stone and to this day um she sends me a note every time like lucy lou booked something she's i was so totally wrong was, <laughs> oh nice good she admitted it she had experience yes she's she was i want to Hey, in our final five, 10 minutes, I have a few questions that are just sort of more specific. Um, well, we're actually, we're in the midst of the podcast. I have no idea. We're in the throes, <laughs> throes of it all. We'll edit this down to a good two, three minutes and release it. Um, but hey, what are some of your pet peeves auditioning with self-tapes? Um. Sometimes the volume is too low. Like it's like something I hardly hear. So I have to sort of, when you send the files, make sure they're not like fucking humongous beyond belief. That's, you know, that's really irritating. I want you to see it in HD. <laughs> uh, I so you don't want a 4K audition? <laughs> um, and, um, you know, just, Actually, you know, it's also too, a lot of a lot of people have been doing lots of um, dead space. Like there's so much space around them that, you know, again, remember like you have that, that sometimes the, the amount of space behind, around you sort of overwhelms you and makes you feel small and sort of insignificant. Um, so really, really, you know, it's more ever more now important that actors think like, you know, directors, cinematographers, because now you actually are your cinematographers and your own self tapes, you know, so just know some of the basic rules of self tapes. And one, and one other thing and I had this once before, not recently, but it was about two or three years ago. When you actually start the tape, don't turn off the light, turn on the light. Somebody <laughs> actually turned off the light when they started acting. And I was like, huh? in the dark. I, I know. Understand. Yeah, I, I, I had to I say, she started acting and the light went like this. Watch, hold on. And, yeah. and yeah, she's, she's, the whole thing. And then, she's and then, like, I don't, I don't want you to see my. my I was like, I, like, I couldn't get exactly just like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I was, it was really bizarre. It was really kind of a funny.
But yeah. now you remember that audition forever. I don't she's, remember her she's name. Imp- she's imprinted in your mind. And my final question, Michael, uh, TV, show, TV shows that you would recommend, what are you watching right now? Oh my God. Well, I just watched an episode of The Boys, which I think is funny. Which I've I seen actually, that show. I heard it's good though, right? It's really good. It's, yeah. it, it's, at first you're like, oh, I don't know. Okay, I get it. But then it gets really, really good. And, um, and I think it was this, this first season, first episode of the second season or the second episode, I think had my favorite line of dialogue I've heard in about, you know, 10 years. It was, it was just brilliant. Um, so watch that. Um, give us, give us a, give us a line reading. What was, what was it? I don't want to say, I don't want to somebody. Um, but if you know the premise of the show, there's like some, some an actor, he's, he's really, really good who plays sort of the anti Superman, you know, and he's just a vile human being and just awful. And he's talking to his son and he says, you know, it's, and I'm, I, if I didn't get it exactly, I'm sure somebody will correct me, but he basically, he says in a very, honest, true, emotional way, it's really fucking hard to be far superior to every fucking human being on the entire planet. Cocky son of a gun. That was great. And Michael related. I, I like, it. it was like, oh my, and you're like, I get it. Oh my God, I so get it. Michael's like, <laughs> I, I understand your burden, superhuman. I understand that's your me. Burden. Exactly, I get it, I get it. Michael said that in an audition once to an actor. <laughs> um, I watched the boys. Um, I don't know. I'm, it's, it's really hard for me to sort of. I get it's, most TV shows suck. If they don't get me in the first, like honestly, like half hour, I'm, I'm like I'm done. Well, there's the, just so many options, you know. The so way it's like, and also too, it's got to be something that really, really grabs. You know, it's got to really like grab you because you gotta, you know, because you also realize nowadays you're not only investing an hour, you're investing you know ten hours. Because if it's good, if it's that good, you're going to, to be a lifelong decision. A lifelong decision. It's 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 a commitment. Yeah, it's it like, is. You know, beginning a relationship, you know, you got to go through all <laughs> the funds. You don't want to go start a relationship with, and then you find one. I, I totally agree. I, that's why I'm. I recommend Waco miniseries. Only six I episodes. I thought Waco. That was really good. That yeah. was that was really good. Yes. I mean, what's his name? Taylor. Taylor was really. He was really good. I mean. Yeah. I was a little shocked. But. I'm worried, Gary. You guys are spreading lies about us. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna. I'm, I'm about to try Yellowstone because I haven't I haven't seen that yet. And I hear that Kevin Kevin Costner. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Sounds, I mean, it seems like it'd be good. Hey, before we wrap this up, I did want to ask. I think in my mind, one of the things that differentiates you as a casting director. I guess this really doesn't have anything to do with your actual work, but just as far as your you know PR goes. What differentiates you oh, is 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 that you're actually like friends with a lot of actors it seems in the industry you actually have personal relationships you go on hikes is that is that accurate first of all um i guess i mean you know but everybody some i i you're not the first to sort of commented on that but it's what i understand is like but that's who i meet all day i mean that's that's who i come in contact with mainly as actors i, I don't do other friends outside of the industry and other things i really do um but i just you know yeah, there's nothing. I think it's cool. I mean, the only thing is, like, other casting directors, they, I mean, I maybe never understood that thing. I never understood that sort of, like, you know, the casting director who doesn't want to sort of interact with actors in their day to day. I, 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 I just don't get it. They see them all day. They're like, I don't want to hang out with them. It's, no, it's, I think it's more than that. I feel like they, you know, I don't know. I they just have, I, they just, I think they feel like they're just separate from the artist or separate from the talent and they have their own thing. I, I've, if it does give you an edge, I think you would have an edge because you actually know some more. I don't even think about it in that way. I really don't. I just, I don't, I don't, I mean, you know, that's why I always kind of like, it's a little, every time somebody points it out to me, I go like, I, I don't cringe. I just sort of go like, oh, because I don't, I don't, I, I honestly don't really think about it outside of when somebody brings it up because I just sort of feel like I'm friends with who I'm friends with. And if they happen to be actors, fantastic. And yeah. I just become in more contact with actors. So I imagine that we more of my friends, so. By sure. the way, I just want to say, uh, I saw on your IG, uh, congratulations, uh, what is it called? Uh, like a House on Fire. Uh, oh, got yeah, accepted yeah, in Toronto yeah. International Film Festival. That's pretty awesome. That's great. It's a great, so, it's a great indie movie. Sarah Sutherland stars as a woman who's in the bout or actually ended with, ended her bout with postpartum depression. He tries to sort of, uh, get back into her life after three years and it doesn't go very, it's, it's truly one of the most heartbreaking 
mm. scripts that I read, and it's really um, it's great. I, I was really happy. It's, it's, it's well deserved. And the writer director, his name is Jesse Klein, is just really great, really smart. That's one of the, I, the best things about working in, in film as a casting director is to really get to know the director and just get a, get a sense of how they feel and see their sort of vision of life and what or how they perceive things. And it was just, um, that was a really good experience of sort of working closely with somebody for like 10 months, really. Um, uh, that was great. I was really happy about that. It's yeah, that, that, that is really cool. Do you, do you know if that festival, are they gonna actually have the festival? I think, I think it's all online. Is it? Okay. Uh, that's, that's tricky. Yeah, that's one thing I'm really, really bad about. Like the, I don't know. And I'm really bad about like once sort of I'm done with something, even when I write a script, I'm sort of like, okay. You're like, I don't even know who you guys are anymore. Yeah. I do. And, I forget sometimes that I hire actors. Yeah. Yeah. The last question I have for you, and we we actually talked about this earlier, is uh, when are we all going hiking? What gives? I'll go. I'll, I I try to go every day. That's my goal. Oh really? Wow. Okay. So you I, do look trim. I, I, I cannot go by myself. Like if I go, by, I won't, I, I just won't because then my mind gets crazy and, and it's not good. Um, so I, so if you guys want to go, let's go. I do think you look more fit even than the last time I saw you. It doesn't surprise yeah, me. My, my shoulders are hunched over. I'm hunching over. No, you're more, no, you're more fit. I can tell no, you. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Whatevs. Does uh, Luigi go on these hikes with you? No, oh my God! I just made me sad. Luigi can't go. He's got it. My my uh, Luigi, by the way, for everybody who's listening, is my it's dog. Cool boy. Oh, okay. Is <laughs> my dog, who is a um, part Chihuahua and Jack Russell Terrier, who is always so great and happy and happy, but he got a uh, autoimmune disease at the very beginning of all the. Oh, really? He's like got like I guess rheumatoid arthritis for small dogs. Mm. Uh-huh. That was pretty selfish. Oh, sorry, sorry to hear that. But now he can't hike. He's still happy and peppy, but he just can't like go up and down stairs. It's a little tough for him. Yeah. 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 Actually, I just got, a, I just got a jog. I just got a jog. I just got a dog. Um, actually it's a Jack Russell mix as well. Do you want to see him? Yeah. I, th- I think it is. I got him at a rescue a few months ago. It looks Charlie. like a, a weenie dog. Come here. It looks like a dachshund. Um, I think, he, I think he's a Jack Russell Chihuahua mix. Here's he, my, my biggest advice. Get pet insurance. Why? This is, this, yeah, he looks. This is Charlie. Hang on, Luigi. <laughs> yeah, they do look similar. Let's let let's yeah, let yeah, the yeah. dogs talk. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got him at a yeah at a, at a rescue. I don't know, four months ago maybe three months ago. I don't know. No, do you know the cast and director? What's what's your name? Um. Hang on. Ah. Uh, what's up, bud? <laughs> yeah, they looks, They do look kind of similar, actually. Yeah. Bit. Yeah. See, um, say hi to him. <laughs> God, why can't I remember her name? I have a brain fart, but it's a cast director. She does all of, look it up really quickly. All of uh, like Peter Jackson's movies and, um, but she, um, she runs a small dog rescue, uh, called star paws. Mm. If you're getting a small dog, go to her. Um, hang on. Just, I'm sorry. I have to find out who the fuck this is because now I, it, <laughs> Like I know her. This is what the annoying thing is, and that's why my um, my brain is. Did uh, did Luigi love to hike before? Because like I noticed with Charlie, like he loves hiking. Like he's actually like better hiker than I am. I think. He. Oh really? I mean, he, he jumps on rocks. He like goes yeah, up and yeah, like Luigi, no en- endless energy. Victoria Burrows. My God, I can't believe I just had a brain fart with her. You know Victoria Burrows? I know of her. I'm not familiar with her. She's a wonderful person and a wonderful casting director. And she has a small dog rescue called Star Paws. Star Paws, uh, okay. Yeah, there's looking for a dog to rescue. Go to her. Hmm. Um, really great. That's where I got Luigi. Um, but yeah, he he loved to hike and he was canned anymore. Johnny, are you going to get here? The, are you going to get the pet insurance, Johnny? You get healthy paws. I probably should. I probably should. Oh, you really should. I'm telling you. Which, which one are you? Which one are you? Do you have like one now? Thousand dollars, quite frankly. Really? Okay. Which one do you have? I have, uh, it's called um, Healthy Paws. Healthy Paws? Okay. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll look yeah. into it. And that's for like medical bills or what? Uh-huh. It's, it's not that you guys care about the details, but maybe you should. Um, it's only about, for him, it's only about 50, 50 bucks a month. Maybe. Okay. And it kind of covered most stuff, I'm assuming? It's $250 deductible every year. So if you use it up, then it kicks in. And then after that, it's like 90% of 
whatever the cost is. Whatever the cost is. They don't cover like, you know, basic sort of checkups or anything like that, but it's- Gotcha. You know, like surgeries or something like surgeries, that. Surgeries, yeah, all that they cover. Medicine after that they cover. They even covered his um, acupuncture, doggy acupuncture. Oh my God, what a small oh. dog. Acupuncture. Man. Well, yeah, because hello. I mean, yeah, he had to get, he couldn't walk the poor dog. It what covered his now? holistic turmeric pills too. <laughs> Turmeric okay. pills, by the way, they're good for inflammation. <laughs> there by the you way, go. fifty bucks a month for insurance. Okay, I guess that helps the dog. Or fifty dollars a month for BarkBox. No, which is the dog. <laughs> okay. No, right, exactly. This is a bunch of toys at BarkBox, right? How, let me tell you how good this company is, and they better give me a reduction because if I can send more people the way, healthy paws, but. I literally submitted a claim on a Tuesday morning and I think it was the big claim, you know, the big one, you know, with all the, after the, all the checkups and the fluids they took, I submitted a claim on Tuesday morning. I had a check Saturday morning. All right. So you had to pay for it and then they reimburse you. Is that the idea? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. Good to know. I mean, Charlie's only like a year old, so he's still, he's, he's going to probably be okay for a little bit, but I, I do, I do think it's true. Seven. So he got that. And so, yeah, still pretty young. Pretty young. Yeah. Always, always, you know, you know, God forbid he hurts his leg or something like that. So on right. a hike that you take him to Johnny. Yeah, exactly. You know, no, they get to have Lyme disease. Well, he, 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 Lyme he disease. actually fell. He, he were on the last hike I went to, he actually fell down like not like a cliff but like a little like rock path and he fell on this thing and i knew i knew he was gonna fall and i was like he was like slowly backing up i'm like charlie what are you doing you know and i kind of tried to go for him and he just like ah. <laughs> he's backing up you're pushing him down no no that's not what happened that's not what happened like if anybody in our audience knows the number for animal control please no yeah sl- really he slipped he slipped the off a little slow by the way, I liked how Johnny earlier was acting surprised that his dog likes taking a walk more than him, you know? <laughs> He's like, come on, are you going to take me out? I'm like, dude, I took you out three days ago. What do you want? No, just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah, they're good. Though. You guys don't have no, he's, he's He's great. He's great. No dogs? For, no? I, I mean, would love a, a dog, but like, yeah, I, I feel like I'm not responsible enough to have a dog in my apartment right now because I'd like... The best advice my sister ever gave me was... You know, I would felt the same way with my first dog. Like, oh, I'm going to be gone all the time. They adapt to you. They will. They'll adapt to you. So you know, open up your hearts. Don't there tempt me. Don't tempt. Me. Great, great <laughs> company, by the way. Great company. great company. Right. So absolutely. Anyway, Michael. Um, well, we appreciate your time. I don't want to take up too much of your time. So thanks for uh, the thanks best, for coming on. I'd say the best casting director in the whole city. I'm a fan. Oh God, I'm a fan. Yeah, or, or the country. The country? Can you, make a, can you make me a t-shirt that says that? Yeah. <laughs> hey, we'll make you a thumbnail and spell your name right. <laughs> I don't get that. Oh, w- when we made that thumbnail originally, I mixed up the A and the E. Well, way to bring in some I negativity. Did. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Oh, I thought everybody. I thought everybody knew. I had to address it. <laughs> Austin's this been like uh, in Austin's mind the whole time. Yeah. I messed up. I, 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 no, but I, to, then I, I have to bring it. it up. I don't know when. I don't know when. <laughs> I sent you the correct one right after. <laughs> I can get to it. I mean, okay. I can't believe you misspelled Michael, dude. <laughs> that's, 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 that's actually that's I know. Thing to me. <laughs> that's, that's that's the embarrassing part. Michael, give us a call to action. Tell our audience where they can find you and is some motivation for you know our audience. Huh? Uh, motivation plug your <laughs> plug, you know, yeah plug yourself plug your everything I know, you know look you know keep acting if you want to um i don't know if you want to try one of my self-tape you know there we go there we go things uh, just email me on at michael testa casting at gmail.com or if you're on instagram hit me up what's my do wait what is my i don't even know my handle on instagram hang on it'll be in the link below in the comments Actually, section. i have michael testa casting on Instagram too. I have two accounts. You have two accounts. Yeah. Oh, probably do it there. Best way to do it. Okay. Um, And, and what is the cost for this workshop? Priceless. I am really cheap. It, I don't book it in like advance. So I book like class by class because I didn't want to, I don't want anybody sort of, you know, in this economic times put in too much money and sort of be kind of, you know, stuck to it. The, The schedules are very flexible. So each session, each class runs, seven to 10 days usually get done with three a month and it's 30 per class. So right. it's about 90 bucks a month. Super cheap. Yeah. And again, yeah, it's, it's, not a great like deal. Have, it's not like you have to give 90 bucks at one time. I book it week by week because some people, and it's very flexible. Like some people are like, Oh my God, I just booked a short film. I want to concentrate on that. I'm like, Hey, great. I don't care. 
you know, that's great. You know, I do care. Happy. <laughs> Better for me. I don't uh, have to tell them doing Yeah, no, 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 no. Because, like, you know, just hit me a backup when you're done with the movie and we'll get back in. So it's not like it's. Guys, you know. these prices aren't going to stay this low forever. Please hit Michael up before the price increases. Why, and, me- and mention this podcast for 50% off. Oh. No, it's already discounted. No, just, kidding, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> if, you want, if you want 20% more. It's worth, by the way, because I give, I give it's, two, it's two self-tapes the actors do, but then I give very detailed notes after the first one, and then I do two FaceTime calls. I'm very busy. Yeah. Very that, that is a lot. It, is should a lot be at least, it should be at least 140 bucks. So, Ouch. Don't say that. Really? I don't know. I don't know. You know, I also want to do like again. I didn't want to make. I want to make sure people. It's, ve- know. it's very well a lot, affordable. A lot, of, a lot, a lot of people. You know, just you guys. Everybody knows. You know, when this all hits, you know, people are like, "Where?" Yeah. Like, I don't Nobody, have, nobody's I don't working right now. I know. I don't have any food, so I'm like, I'm saying to myself, "How many people can spend money on me instead of like, you know, hamburger meat?" Right. I, I don't know how much right. it should cost, but I'm just saying. Clearly, um, you're not value. You you're get. not gouging anybody. I'm not. I'm not price gouging. Yeah. Good. Um, well, we uh, we yeah, really appreciate it, Michael. <laughs> uh, we'll definitely uh, thank you for that, and uh, I hope that we get to go on that hike Let soon. Let me know like where um how I promote this. Send me a, a thing. Yeah, we'll send it. Coming awesome, out awesome, we'll, awesome. We'll send you something to to push it. It's M I C H A E L. Gonna write that down. You got that? You got that? Awesome. Tesla. Right. Yeah. Nice. Enough. Enough. <laughs> no, just kidding. All right, great talking to you guys. Cool. cool. Thanks, Michael. You have a good one. And let me know when you want to hike. I'll go. Yeah, I'm down. I'm, t- Wait, I'm definitely down. We can do a podcast from the hiking trail. Can you yeah. do that? We can Dude, live stream it. Yeah. Now, yeah. now we're talking. Now I we're love talking. It. Like, that sounds like the conversation would be strange, you know? <laughs> and you should do like a, you should guys write a sitcom based on this, on this podcast. You're the writer. Hey. You're the writer. We're you, all, can, you write it, you cast it, produce it, that, and then we'll. That's where I price gouge everybody. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> there it is. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Cool. Take right. care. Thanks, Good night, Michael. everybody. Bye. Bye.